Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. South Minneapolis. We all know about what took place in the spring of 2020. 38th Street in Chicago. That intersection. I remember as a high school kid, Cup Foods, and I think that many people are aware, if not, I'll just refresh their memory, that was the corner store that George Floyd went into where the cops were called, and that's where the interaction took place right there outside of that convenience store where George Floyd um, lost his life. Cup Foods is an establishment a little corner store that I've been to so many times, not in recent years, but going back to high school, man, I went in that store so many times, not because I ever lived in South Minneapolis because I never did, but because a couple of my classmates from high school lived in South Minneapolis. A buddy of mine uh, literally lived two blocks away from Cuffles, and when I, we would go over to his house and he's putting together mixtapes, and he was, he was like the DJ, um, one of the top, like, DJs around at our school, and we would all, we'd all pay him, you know, $5 here, $5 there, you know, put, put together a nice little cassette for us, right? And Jamal was great at that. And sometimes, you know, when, when, you, when, you, when you want the, the music, you go and you dig through the crates with them. Right? Like he had all the vinyl he's putting together stuff. So we'd hang out and then, all right, well, let's run to the corner store. So I've been to Kapoot a million times. Okay. Um, and, I, and I'm very familiar with that intersection. And I've been to that intersection in the aftermath of George Floyd. Okay. Because um, I remember my cousin visited from Houston, Texas. He's originally from here, lives in Houston now. And he was he came back here to visit over it wasn't this year, it was I think it was last year, over Memorial Day weekend, because he had not been to the area and seen everything. And so we all went over there and walked around and looked up, looked at everything, took some pictures and because he wanted to to take it all in and see the area. And I saw it. And I took pictures like every, like everybody else. So 
the owners of Cup Foods and the other businesses around there, near what they call George Floyd Square, they're suing the city of Minneapolis, saying that concrete barriers and the lawlessness that flourished within those barriers cut their income and crushed their property value. The lawsuit accuses Mayor Jacob Fry and other city officials of essentially abandoning the businesses and offering little more than lip service and weak financial help following the murder of George Floyd in 2020. The lawsuit underscores lingering acrimony, and I'm reading from the Minneapolis Star Tribune, over the city's response to the unrest that followed Floyd's murder. More than three years later, proposed changes to the area around 38th Street in Chicago um, are still years off. So the plaintiffs in this suit are Cup Foods Incorporated, Menthol Tobacco LLC. They're part of um, operating the store. Southside Electronics, Inc., they help operate the store. Uh, M&A Investments, they help operate the store. And um, another business by there, 3759 Chicago Avenue, LLC, which owns business near the intersection. The convenience store has changed owners. That happened earlier this year. So the plaintiffs are um, longtime owners from before George Floyd were killed until the recent sale. I bring all of this up for one simple reason. I think that how Minneapolis has reacted, I think that the decision-making, the leadership, the mayor's response to 38th in Chicago is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And for the people out there, well, Henry Lake just said something about Mayor Jacob Fry. He said he's unacceptable. You haven't been listening to the show long. Because I will, I will talk about whoever, whenever, regardless of their political affiliation. It's unacceptable what 38th in Chicago looks like right now. And I do want people to chime in on this next part of what I want to get to with regards specifically to that intersection. At 651-461-9226. If you look in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, whether it's online, whatever, or just do a Google search and look up George Floyd Square and you see what it is. We will never forget George Floyd. Ever. There's no way you could. He is going to be a figure. What happened to him that America will never forget. And the way that he died will be a stain on the forever. George Floyd, people will remember what happened here in Minnesota. Like some many years ago before me and J-Lo and a lot of other people were born with Emmett Till. But if you look at 38th in Chicago, and I am all for remembering George Floyd and... And, and how the country will never, ever, the world will never forget what happened to him and where it happened. I am all for acknowledging 
his passing and what took place. But I have to just be honest here, and I know I'll get some pushback from people, even maybe some friends. I don't think that what's the way that 38th in Chicago is set up right now, I don't like it. I don't think it's fair to the to the businesses over there. So now I haven't been by there in in the last, I don't know, it's been months. But if it still looks like what it looks like in the paper, where you have the big statue and the fist, and then it's it's a it, it's what do you call it? It's a roundabout, right? I, I'm sorry, that didn't work for me. I, I don't think that there should be a it never was a roundabout. The only reason why it's a roundabout now is because of that particular piece in the middle. So so it's more than just the statue thing. I, I if you want to have a statue in that in the vicinity of that area, I have no issue with the statue of George Floyd or whatever. I would not have it in the middle of the street. I would not have a roundabout there. Number 1. Number 2. The barricades have to go. It is unacceptable to have the barricades there. You're affecting people's businesses. You're bringing their property value down. I don't think that that is okay at all. And quite frankly, I'm going to have one of the individuals that owns a business um, right there, right next to Kapoos, is going to come in studio this Friday when I'm filling in for Jason DeRussia. And he'll tell me directly what it's like and how it's impacted his business. But I don't think – you know what I said earlier about like when we are talking about law enforcement and moving forward and how we can – be better in assessments and on-the-job stuff, whereas, like, you know what I want to happen? I want the, the, the carjackers, yeah, I want, them, I want them pulled over, I want them locked up, I want them apprehended. I don't want, I don't want somebody pulled over for an air freshener, right? Like, we, we were talking about that, like little petty stuff like that or whatever, right? I, I don't want to see, in that particular neighborhood, we know that those businesses have been negatively impacted. We know that that it's going to be quite the hill for them to climb up. Why do you literally have concrete barricades that create other barricades for those people to be successful? 651-461-9226. And, and what do you make of how we should remember George Floyd? I don't – I personally, I think that there should be something to remember him. I do believe, because there's no forgetting that. There are people that will be traumatized forever for seeing that video. I don't think that the, the, that the statue thing in the middle of the intersection, that ain't it to me. I'm sorry. It, it just, let me ask you this, J-Lo. Are you a fan of art? Sure. Okay, I'm a fan of art. I've got actual paintings that that I bought, and I've had I've, I've had people actually do paintings, like literally, you know what I'm saying, like from my mind and what I want it to look like. And they went ahead and they did did the deal, whatever expensive paintings. I've had that done. Um, rolling in <clears throat> rolling the big bucks over here. I would challenge anybody. I would chat, and if you live in that neighborhood, I would love to hear from you. If you if you live in South Minneapolis, 651-461-9226, tell me with a straight face that that what you see out there on 38th and Chicago, I'm all for for graffiti. We can write on. We we've always I'm, I'm from the hip hop community. 
Break dancing. You had graffiti in New York. It's been everywhere. You can't tell me that looks appealing right there. You just can't tell me that. A lot of it looks like garbage to me. And I'm not trying to demean people putting flowers up or putting pots up, you know, because people do things for spiritual reasons. They want to remember it and, and, and pay homage to I'm sorry. I'm we could do better. We 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 literally could do better. If you're a South Sider and you totally disagree with my take, love to hear from you. 651-461-9226. If you agree with anything that I have to say on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line, I'd love to hear from you too. Because I care about the community. Uh, I'm a proud Minnesotan. I'm a proud uh, resident of Minneapolis. We can do so much better at 38th in Chicago, and we're just not. And it falls on the leadership in our city, and they need to hear how we honestly feel. And I'm telling you how I honestly feel. Your reaction, we get to it next year on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. 38th in Chicago. It doesn't take a million years for us to help that intersection look better, develop, and be something that that we could all um, accept and, and feel good about. I don't look at 38th in Chicago and feel good about what's left there. I, it's hard for me to do that. It, it just, it, it looks like people just go over there and they just leave stuff. They just randomly leave stuff. And, and you know why it's, it's, 
it needs to be dealt with, and it needs to be dealt with um, quickly. Because the same way that people will never forget about what happened in this country with George Floyd, and they'll never forget where it happened, it will serve as a place that people, once they visit our state, will go to. They will go to. And if that's what they see, I hate that. And then beyond that, stop negatively affecting people's businesses over there. The concrete barricades, it, it's just, it doesn't do us any good. This is where we can all just go ahead, use some creativity, be thoughtful in our approach, and just do better. We can all do better. 651-461-9226. Cities One Plumbing Talking Text Line from the 612. I totally agree. I live not too far from there. I wish that corner and businesses could thrive. Right now, it is bleak. Buses have to detour. A memorial, yes, but not this. This from the 952. A memorial is needed. An occupation is not doing anything but disrespecting Mr. Floyd and the people who live and have businesses there. An occupation. Um, I live three blocks from 38th and Chicago, and after 40 years in the neighborhood, I have moved to St. Paul. I have no confidence in the city leadership anymore. Which, that that's, I touched on that. I do think that one of my big gripes with Mayor Jacob Fry, um, and I don't. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, I'm not trying to make it seem as though like Jacob Fry is some some evil person or he's just, you know, he doesn't aim or mean to do good. Um, it. I just think that in that specific moment, I, I think the inexperience. Maybe it's just because of you know his youth. You you gotta have stones. You you gotta be ready to to make decisions. And I don't think that he was in that I think in that specific moment he panicked. With with the whole with the precinct burning down, with all the stuff, and it, it doesn't take a million years for us to figure this out. Let me ask you this. Ever since everything that happened with George Floyd, have you been in that area at all? Have you seen it? What I'm uh, a couple times. Um, I went there. Well, what is your honest so, opinion? Am I off? So I drove. Uh, I've been through there maybe twice. Once was, I'd say it was accidental. I was actually going somewhere else in South Minneapolis and then trying to get here for work. And 35W was shut down for repair or for that project. That that finally finished, and I was driving through the streets, and all I I came up on Thirty Eighth in Chicago by accident. I'm like, oh, I'm at the barriers. Oh, I'm at. The, I need to go around. So that was the the second time I went. The first time I went a few days after the incident happened, and so it was a different feeling because I said I said to myself, I actually. We were working from home, and I said to myself, I'm going to take a long lunch break, and I'm going to go down there to get the vibe of of the area because this was a time where 
you had everyone there protesting. It was fresh in everybody's minds. It, it had been, I want to say, less than was it less than a week? It, it was. It was definitely less than two weeks after it happened. But everybody was still protesting. You know what? I think it was before uh, everything started happening at night, like the Wednesday and the Thursday after, and, and everybody went on kind of lockdown in the area. Uh, I want to say it was it was early in that week, and so. Um. It was it was an interesting experience. It was one of those experiences where you had a sense of community, a sense of, okay, we need to come together to try to get something to change about what's going on in the area. Yeah. Hey, uh, 651-461-9226 if you'd like to weigh in. Uh, this from the 952, uh, somebody weighed in again, the same person that, that moved to St. Paul. They say that, Fort Floyd, they're really saying, talking about uh, George Floyd Square, should be bulldozed. No, it should not be bulldozed. Um, that's, that's not what I'm saying here. Uh, I'm asking what should happen. And, and, and to that texture, it shouldn't be bulldozed because someone died there. If it was your loved one that was killed in the manner in which they were killed, I wouldn't want it bulldozed. Someone died there. I'm respectful that someone died there. They have to do something different, though. I don't think that that intersection in itself, the way that it's set up, that's just not it's, – it's awkward. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for anybody. I mean, buses can, can't even really get through there anymore. It's a roundabout. Roundabouts work in the suburbs. <laughs> Roundabout, roundabouts don't really work in the, uh, in the Twin Cities. I've seen a few super awkward. Roundabouts that I see that work, yeah, I see him out in Lakeville. Yeah, I see him out in Egan. I'm not anti-roundabouts. The streets it, are too tight. Come on, the street, man. The, the, the infrastructure. With, I, there with are some big over Minneapolis in, buses, too? There, there are some over in Northeast that I've been around in, in a couple neighborhoods. The streets are too tight. I, I just... And this one, the 612, it's been a battle between the city and the people at the square. Anything the city does, the activists push back and replace the barriers. Lots of conflict. Listen... Um, I say a lot of things and, and have a lot of opinions where I come across as outspoken. You can call me an activist or whatever you want. We There, there has to be um, a reality check, even from activists. Now, I'm being dead serious here. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I'm always going to be for, you know, people doing better and, and people being represented but I, this is not something where I'm going to let activists control what's best for everybody out there. That, that just not, is not a doable situation for me. All right, let's go to Philip, who, uh, who's uptown. What's up, Philip? Hey, Henry. Thank you for having me on. I live in South Minneapolis. I've been a cab driver there for years, with Rainbow Cab. As far as the intersection goes, as I remember, there is a southwest corner that's an empty lot. There's an old speedway that's yep. just, yep, that's abandoned. I don't know what they're doing. Yep. And maybe we could put something in that empty lot or take that speedway away. But I don't think it serves a neighborhood well. I've sat in that speedway parking lot for the last 20 years while people gas up, run in, buy milk, buy cigarettes, buy chips and candy. And is there any convenience store anywhere near there? 
Let me ask you a couple of questions, Philip, because you say you're still a cab driver, right? Yeah, I certainly am. All right, so, so what do you make of, of my thought about the intersection itself with it being a roundabout? That just that just seems such the most awkward thing. And, and I'll, I'll repeat what I said earlier. I've been somebody that had been frequenting Cup Foods as a, as a high school kid many, many years ago, right, back when I was in, you know, late 80s, early 90s, whatever. So I'm familiar with the neighborhood and going over there with, with a couple of my best friends. I just don't think that the roundabout there serves serves uh, serves anybody. No, and it's not so much the roundabout, but it's if you go north out of the roundabout, I mean, yeah, there's a graveyard where the actual spot happened. You go up to 37 in Columbus, and there's a, you know, a graveyard in the dugout, the, the holding pond for floods. But to make the neighborhood thrive, maybe just tidy it up a bit somehow. You know, we don't need the whole intersection to have the honor of this, what happened? Wouldn't I, it be I would take. I would. Act? I would take the statue out. I'm, I'm dead serious. I would take the statue out. I'd say move the statue into that empty lot right next to it, and have memorials there. Okay. And look, Dealey Plaza in Dallas. Do they block it off because JFK was killed there? Uh, how many years ago? It's. Uh, they should honor it. It's sacred ground. But I'd like to see that neighborhood thrive. I'd like to see people be able to walk down to a Speedway or a convenience store there and not have all this, maybe just a little bit more access because people like to go through the neighborhood too, yep. you know, north north and south. And I'd think that if there was something they can honor it, but still, roundabouts. I can you can get me going on roundabouts. Yeah, everywhere. I got you. Yeah, but that one, the fist, it should stay. But I think it should be respectfully put off on one of the corners. Yeah, you got to take it out the street. Open up that intersection yep. again. Yep. Thanks for the phone call from Philip in Uptown. Look, I am, and let me be clear about this. Okay, I, I want to be clear about this. I don't hate the statue. I'm not saying that I'm anti the fist and all. I'm saying take it out of the intersection. Put it somewhere else. There's plenty of space to put it in that particular area. We're talking about businesses that are negatively impacted because of the barricades. There's other stuff that's just absolutely empty. Just, just move it. And and, and, and and the texture did text me back, and they said, for clarity, they just wanted it tidied up. And I agree with them. If, if anything, you know how you should honor – part of the honor and respect for it being a sacred place because somebody was killed there? You know what part of it is? Cleaning it up. Right now, it just looks like people just dump stuff there 24-7. And I, and I firmly think that that's unacceptable. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy – celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot take order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts